The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as Interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laura Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Rolien Mina. My report shows that Seth decided it was more strategic for the band to win the tournament and renegotiated Pettis' cut of the winnings. Nero, ignoring the combat entirely, fired a grappling gun at Skullshield to draw him into the arena in retribution for bringing Dark Eldari to the fight. Can Olien hold her own against these formidable foes? And will Piper manage to set aside her fears to help them win? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From the initiation records of Barthus Billingberg. Of course, Abagnale, you must understand that uh, the Confederacy cannot fail. An endeavor of this magnitude and import uh, It's fragile, and we require every last tendril to do its job. Can you do the job no matter what? Well, of course, sir. You wouldn't have hired me if I couldn't. Ryan, I would like to shoot uh, Nero Skull Shield with my grappling gun and pull him into the arena with me. This sounds wonderful. And by wonderful, I mean unpredictable and confusing in the best possible way. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, I will say let's go with uh, ranged light. Mm-hmm. I think this would be equivalent to to any of the other shots you do. Difficulty two, he's standing at the front of the box and it is relatively close to the arena. Um, I'm going to say it'll be, yeah, difficulty two for the range. I'm going to say three because you're trying to wrap a person instead of a wall. Um. To be clear, not hoping to wrap, more so to puncture and pull, uh, scorpion oh, okay. style. Then for two, we'll allow that. Mm, um, thank you. <laughs> now, I am trying not to kill him, so if you want to give me some setback and or an additional difficulty for that, I'm not trying uh, to punch him in the chest. I'm trying to get him in, like, the shoulder or yeah, yeah, I th- below I think the I, ribs. I think you you might have to just, yeah, you know what, let's give you two setback for that. I think one for his armor, and then, and then you know, we'll increase the difficulty by one. Because here sure. it is. The difficulty will go up by one because you're trying not to kill him outright, because mm-hmm. there's always a chance of that happening. Uh, you get one setback for the armor that he's wearing, because you need to punch through it to be able to go. Uh, and you get another setback, uh, because as the grapple hurdles towards him, it glances off the edge of a refractor field, but the refractor field was only protecting the governor's chair. So you gotcha. only catch the side of it. It doesn't protect him fully. But Can I ask, Ryan? And in my head, uh, so I have a grappling, like uh, mm-hmm. I have the grapple and everything else. Um, I always imagine firing a grapple, uh, either like Batman, where it's like out of the sleeve, um, or like Luke Skywalker uh, out of his stormtrooper rifle. In this case, I was imagining cranking it into my bolter and firing it. Is that fair? Or are we saying this is out of the sleeve? 
Uh, no, I like it out of the bolter. I, I, I would yeah. believe that. If so I feel like he has it. the capability if he's just trying to like, you know, Batman and or silent Bob his way out of a situation to just launch it. But in this case, he wants, and I think this is why I was, I was trying to build the like looking away from combat because he's literally just like, I have to do this the best possible way. So with that in mind, then I'm going to lose those setback. Uh, I'm going to take uh, a boost for aiming, if that's cool with you. Yep, I'm not moving I think anywhere. that's totally legal. Uh, I will flag whatever your bonus is for your targeter, which is what? Does it just remove setback or does it give you boost? Uh, it removes setback. I get uh, aim. Aim would give me a boost, but uh, I can remove three setback from attacks with the target. Okay. I'm going to say because you're turning away from combat, you'll give two boosts to any... If the Dark Elder, if the one Dark Elder that's not over in sword fight land decides to shoot you, they'll get two boosts 100%. in exchange for you using mm-hmm. the targeter with yep. this like crack. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Nero is very aware that he cannot fight these Eldar. So, <laughs> uh, um, nice. Cool. Uh, so all of that, um, Ryan, I think I would also probably pitch uh, a setback that I would argue should ignore the targeter. Um because I am actively trying to plant to fire this thing. Okay. So I have to like take a moment. It's basically reverse aiming. In addition to actually aiming it, I also have to like lower my, you know, I got to like drop my core a little bit, like really clench my uh, my abs uh, because the goal is to pull him down, not to go up. Fair um, enough. Uh, because you decided to voluntarily take that setback, I will not use a story point on this roll because that feels like it's a nice balance for me. Cool. Uh, I definitely will spend the story point, though, because I'm a bitch nice. like that. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. So I got four yellow, three purple, uh, one blue, one black. Let's see what happens. Holy fuck. Get over here. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> oh, baby. Four success to advantage. All right. Uh <laughs> I will say, let me check this motherfucker's soak. Uh, Obviously, you you succeed. Um, His soak is four, so I will say he takes one damage. That makes sense. It, like, punches into his armor, and then the little bits spike out, not, like, you know, in his kidney. Yeah. Uh, And then I will have you roll again. Was it four successes? What was it? Uh, Four successes to advantage. What's your brawn, Tom? Uh, My brawn is three, surprisingly. Okay, this is a weird thing, but with your sheer number of advantage and the fact that your brawn is also higher than his plus your advantage, I will say you can yank him uh, okay, great. out of that rather than trying to do another roll because I'm just like, no, every part of this is in your favor. He was not thinking, ah, I'll be shot with a grappling hook. Better be ready to defend against that. Because as far as he knows, you're just a random team of mercenaries. So he wasn't bracing. No, no, I never could have pulled Adam McNamara in, but uh, nor would I have attempted to. I I would die for Adam McNamara. That's an easy choice. This is the weird thing. I knew I would need to put falling damage on my cheat sheet somehow. Um, (laughs) Difficulty two athletics check. Let's find out what happens. Well, it's Um, not playing to his strong suits. Ryan, can I uh, argue for a boost to him? Because I believe being so surprised might actually kind of be like a drunk person in a car crash where like, I don't think he's prepped for this. It's not like he's going to put his wrists out. That is true. Uh, I'm also going to spend a story point to uh, give him a little boost and we'll see what happens with this fall. Uh, He succeeds. So he will reduce damage. I will say uh, he's actually pretty combat capable as a rogue trader who leads multiple regiments. So I'm going to say he will just take one more damage. So he'll just have taken two damage from the whole thing, but uh, he's, he's kind of up 
I guess, facing towards you, Nero, <laughs> having been kind of fallen and then up. <laughs> what what happens now? You did your shoot, so you still theoretically, oh, you did your aim. So you could spend strain to do another maneuver, or was this your whole goal? Don't need one. I got a free action, I believe I'd like to burn, which is just leaning <laughs> slightly forward and saying, um, hey, Nero, I'm Nero. I'm Inquisition. You either call this off or I blow up your planet. Cool? And then I'll just lean back. Uh, Nero is going to, (laughs) uh, okay. That's ballsy, but I don't mind that at all. Um, I mean, I'll take another free action to quietly, as I move back with my hands up, have the, uh, rosette in like looped over a middle finger and just be (laughs) leaning back with it, you know, like bolter in one hand, obviously, but up to you. Uh, no, I like that. I like the rosette reveal. I'm still going to go with coercion because I think he's not thinking rationally. He just took a long fall. That's entirely fair. Uh, <laughs> coercion. Yeah, let's. I, I will say difficulty of only two. I don't think he's tremendously resistant to this idea. I think you're battling with shock and surprise more so than anything else. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, I will give you two boost for the rosette because I think he would be able to recognize it mm-hmm, as either mm-hmm. legitimate or such a good fake that no one will blame him if he's wrong. Mm -hmm. Carrying a fake rosette is like signing up for the world's most horrible century-long death. Yeah. Also, like, for a guy who managed to find his way into a gladiator fight that's supposed to be, like, it wouldn't track that I'm like, hi, I'm Inquisition. Yeah, I'll go fight in the gladiator games. Yeah. I'd have to be loco. Um, which I clearly am. Okay, well, I I have trash uh, for coercion, so I'm actually just rolling with two green. As right. I understand it, we are. Do we have? We should have one story point now because you spent one for the fall. Oh, I did spend. I did spend one for the fall. You're right. So you have one. Now, yeah, you can. That, that said, Ryan, I would also buy that you spent one of ours for the fall, given that I clearly wanted him alive. So I'll leave that to your discretion, but. Mm. Yeah, let's just make this a clean roll. Let's just see what happens. Great. So two green, two purple, uh, two boost. Uh, although I did ask if Mina could pass advantage forward because it, oh, but you know what? I would have used that on the grapple roll and I forgot. So no, uh, cool. let's go. Three advantage. Three advantage. Uh, okay, he doesn't shoot you. He I will say he turns and fires uh, a, like a flurry just to keep the dark Eldar away from like charging towards you. Uh, oh, fuck, but you didn't succeed. Ryan, uh, if I can make an offer here, because this yes, is please. a weird, a weird, Otherwise, I got to look at some weird charts. No, and you still can. <laughs> um, just to clarify my intent with this, um, Nero, so. Nero's only goal here is actually to put uh, other Nero skull. So Abagnale's only goal here is to put skull shield in a position where a, his life is in active danger because mm-hmm. these Eldari are clearly not going to be like, Oh, Hey boss. Um, yeah. The inquisition piece was meant to gild the Lily. Uh, the real threat was you're down here with us now. So like either help us kill these Eldari or call off your stupid game. Um, so I don't know if that helps you, but I don't think that would like necessarily auto win either way. But for context, that's kind of the intent. It's Great. less like I'm the guy you should listen to and you should stop. It's more like, uh oh, you're down here with us. Also, I'm this guy and I'll blow up your planet. OK, good luck. Yeah, I think what you get from from him is he looks at you and says, well, 
I can't call this off or they'll kill me as well. So I think this is one of those, let's see if you can win this thing together. Uh, and he'll just open up on the uh, the, the Kabbalite warrior uh, facing <laughs> off against just you. Over my shoulder, I'll be like, it's a, it's a Nero team up, Mina. I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> She's just the like crowd. looking over her shoulder like, what is going on? And I just like <laughs> nod at you very knowingly, like all going according to plan. So I slam the bolter back down into my hands and watch him shoot. Piper and Seth, <laughs> you are both in the owner's booth of your team, which has now had one of its fighters yank the most useful rogue trader in this system into the arena by shooting him with a grapple. Uh, Graswald has actually been grabbed by his security and pulled out along with uh, yeah. Pedes <laughs> and the others who've all left the, the area. Uh, you two are still in your box, the crowd has begun to pelt your box with just various items from nearby. Uh, you realize most of that crowd seems to be wearing, well, let me just double check that color. Yeah, uh, green, the house that lost <laughs> earlier. <laughs> so it may just be people don't want to see you win, but there's clearly a lot of danger going on here. There are security rushing towards the floor of the arena, but you don't know if they're going to stop at the edge and shoot the Cabalites, shoot your team, who do what? What do you want to do? Uh, Seth wants to wake up from this nightmare. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Piper wants to run away. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> yeah. I will point out, Seth, you do have your weapons with you. Yep. Um... I'm going, I would like to try to augment Olien. Okay. To try what to give her do? an advantage. Um, it, it adds um, an ability die to, to a skill check she makes. Great. Um, so harnessing the power of your mind, you pump up the sister of blood, which half the crowd is still cheering for, completely regardless of Nero's skull being forced yeah. in. It seems like a number of people may have had business dealings with him that didn't go too well for them. <laughs> so he's not exactly like the favorite of the crowd. Yeah. So I think, honestly, that's all I can do. I'm not... I, I kind of consider running for a sec, but I'm like, would you order know. Warden to do anything if you wanted direct combat involvement? Because I want to flag oh, that that's always an option say, for you. I would is, be like... Warden, can you like, I mean, I know like you want to kill me in the end. So you can, can you just like not let everyone else kill me before you get the honor? Thanks. Uh, he looks at you confused. I think he's, he's, he's a man of blunt instructions. Like you could send him into the arena on your behalf or he'll just stand here and protect you. That's default for him. To say yeah. mechanically, Laura, you could choose to go through this fight as Piper, or you could have Warden jump into the arena jump and in? contribute to this fight as oh, Warden. Oh, that's kind of interesting, too. Because uh, the only reason I would allow this... I prefer this that because I also... I was kind of hesitant to use uh, psychic abilities with the Dark Eldar there. Yeah, I will flag the only reason you're able to do this is Nero is involved in the combat and Warden yeah. would be, because Nero's the interrogator of the team, Warden is aware that protecting Nero in this kind of circumstance is actually more important than safeguarding That's you. That's very true. Okay, so let's just undo. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I will basically look at Warden and be like, why aren't you helping already? Like, go. 
Great. Now switch your character sheets. You're the mute warden. Now <laughs> I, I am warden. Uh, I will add you into uh, the next combat round. Uh, you will get to go after the Dark Eldar, but before Mina. So you'll be the first, Warden will be the first party to get to contribute. Uh, Seth, what do you do? Um, You are aware, I will flag this, that Gazzy's microphone that lets him speak to the whole arena is still in front of his chair, though that area has been left behind. Nope, I don't think I can say anything that'll be like, oh, okay, we get it. I mean, I am opening my an angry mob drawer anymore. to look for a monkey's paw that will allow Tyler to do the gazzy voice as Seth, because I feel like that would be a true delight. <laughs> That's possible. Oh, uh, Seth, could you roll me a perception at difficulty three? Where did my mouse go? There we go. Perception, difficulty three. One success, two advantages. You did see Nero flash the rosette on the floor. So you're aware that he was willing to play the Inquisition card. So if you wanted to, it's not as off the table as it would have been if you hadn't seen that. Right. But he did flash it on the inside of his palm yes, quietly. He um... Like if they're throwing stuff at us, it seems like they can they can see us, right? So they 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 can like the crowd. Everyone can see yes. that Gazzy's gone, and it's just me and a hulking man is about to jump down there. Yeah. So as funny as that would be, impersonating Gazzy isn't going to do anything other than just <laughs> be a funny I, voice. I couldn't find <laughs> my uh, monkey's paw anyway, so you're fine. <clears throat> uh. No, I think what I'm going to try to do is um, leave. I'm going to uh, I'm going to hop over to um, the governor's box. Yep. And I'm basically going to peek out the door, and basically I want to see when the guards come to our box's door, um, and try and basically run out as they like burst in. I want to I want to leave. I want to head down to that ramp that our team came out of onto the arena. I want to get down to the ground uh, where our, our team is. Great. Uh, I would give you the option of a stealth or a skullduggery to get past the security. Because I think it's like you jump boxes, look out the door, and they're kicking in the door to your booth yeah. right then. There's <laughs> yeah. not a lot of weight on this. Yeah. Uh, now They kick in the door. Piper is sitting Piper there. Piper <laughs> is still there. Yeah, I just realized. Warden has thinking- jumped. I'm thinking Laura's jumped, but Laura is two people. So I no, need to, <laughs> I need um, to. basically, basically, uh, Warden is like running um, uh, the hurdles, basically, mm. is what I imagine, like oh. over the seats to get down uh, there. Like very efficient. Leave, it doesn't make sense to leave Piper. I, I don't, I, you know, I might overrule you because I think you were right, which is everybody had a split second to react. And Seth was like, I need to help the team. So warden jumped like you because we've established before you don't all watch each other. So I'd say yeah. go for it. I think it's okay. Interesting with that. Okay. So let's get Sorry, your stealth roll. Uh, and uh, I'll get uh, warden. Can you roll me a resilience check at difficulty two or athletics? I would accept either. 
One is you you leapfrog over to athletically get down to the so like take the st- take the seats and get down coordinated. Uh, the other is just tanking a superhero jump. Yeah, I imagine the athletics body. would be like you you jump off the ledge, grab it, and then like drop two feet as opposed to just Mario <laughs> leaping. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was the difficulty on my roll? Uh, difficulty on your roll will be. Will it depend on what I choose as of my skill? Yeah, yeah. honestly, yes. Are you thinking oh. it's going to be a skullduggery or a stealth? I'm thinking skullduggery because it's a pretty cowardly thing to do. <laughs> okay, I will say it is difficulty three okay. uh, because it would be harder than just an easy check to go past. But at the same time, it's not harder than three because Ooh. they're arresting Piper in the room, which Actually, is... Because, oh. uh, sorry, I have an uh, 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 equipment that I haven't gotten to use yet. And okay, go for it. It would actually be... One of the times where it makes sense to use it, I have a chameleon coating on my armor, um, which makes me difficult to perceive. I'm not sure how it works, like in the lore. I'm assuming it's almost like optic camo, like I yeah. just kind of go a little. Yeah, it kind shimmery. of blends into colors around it, gives you yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. So I'm gonna take off my coat, and I'm just in like my my stealth armor, uh, and I uh, I've got a built-in uh, data slate as well. I think it's called yeah. uh, into my armor, um, and I so I just use that to like key in stealth mode and I, I activate stealth mode. And I think I just kind of like stutter visually and then I'm kind of half there. Great. Um, what do you say to Piper as you throw your coat at her to disappear? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, stay alive. I'm coming back for that. And I'll just throw <laughs> my coat. All right, space marine. That's right, it's me, one of the biggest, toughest orcs in the biggest, toughest war in the galaxy. If you think that you and all your other beaky boys are going to come in here and fight us all for the Imperium or whatever, then you're going to need a hell of a lot of help. And you're going to need it from patreon.com slash dice. I hear for just one of your Imperium dollars, you can join a Patreon-only Discord and talk all about your Imperium nonsense with other fans. Or you can add names to the shows. You can even add characters. We don't need any characters here in the wall. We got plenty. But if you want to add one, you can for only $25. Of course, to do that, you're going to need to rev up that chainsaw, aren't you, Marine? Oh, wait. No, don't, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. Oh, wow, it's charged up by the power of Patreon.com slash dice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Curse you, Spice Marine! Beautiful. Uh, I will say then, stealth... Um, with yeah, her I'll, as a I'll distraction. Stealth. What does Camellia line give you? Plus two advantage to stealth checks. I wrote advantage like a D&D player. Fuck. Nice. Uh, that does nothing for us. <laughs> uh, no, it would be, be boost. <laughs> and plus two setback uh, for people detecting me. So it's one thing for me sneaking. Another thing people are Great. looking for me. Well, so we'll do this as an piece. active test just for you because you're trying to get past them. Okay. Uh, I will say it is difficulty. I'm still going to stick with three. Uh, I think the boost is a, a nice balance. Uh, it would be higher if they did not have Piper in the box. So when they kick in, they think they've got the owner mm. uh, or people jumped into the arena. So you've got a chance to get past. Uh, okay. You've got the boost already. I don't think I'd give you any setback. You're coming from another angle. It's really in the hardness of the check more so than anything else. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm rolling. Three advantages. 
three advantage. Uh, you get past them and you get towards the ramp, but they are spotting you and there are a number of them kind of coming after you. So you will have one turn to do whatever you need to do. You didn't get away clean, but okay. with the advantage, you still get a chance to act before you most likely get tackled in or shot by security. Okay. okay. Uh, Warden, what was your result on your roll? <clears throat> it's you, Piper slash Laura slash Warden. And you're muted, just a heads up. Yeah, <laughs> just just let me write All this good. down. We're I was like totally, it's I weird. was just like, yeah, Warden, that's, okay. Uh, well, we're waiting for Warden, right? <laughs> like, yeah, Warden, that's <laughs> the hold up. Um, okay, I'm sorry, what am I rolling? Uh, it was either a resilience or an athletics at difficulty two. Okay, that'll be athletics hondo PP. Great, so you said you were leaping over the chair, like leaping down the seating? Uh, yes, hurdling. Okay, I will give will. you uh, two boost for this roll. Nice. Uh, and I will do a, a free difficulty upgrade. So I'm not take, spending a story point on this, but I think if you're hurtling downstairs towards combat, there should be some built-in risk without it being out of there. So That's one fair. of uh, one purple, one red. Okay. Um, can I make an argument for a setback? Yes, you can. Uh, Tom, uh, why, Tom? <laughs> I respect the narrative. Oh, um, fuck you. <laughs> I feel like... Uh, if Warden's main fear, despite being, you know, a servant of the Inquisition, is that Piper might get possessed by a demon at any point from the warp, I feel like running away from Piper in a high-stress situation would be a little bit like any time I tie the dog up to go into a convenience store. I'm super stressed the entire time I'm in that convenience store because, like, what if a dog napper was nearby? So I'm just wondering if maybe there should be I think yeah, Warden it'll- like a, mm, I hate that, I hate yeah. that. I agree. Let's add a setback for just Warden caring about Piper in a, in a <laughs> negative murderous in a, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. The 40 No, that's okay. I also, like, say, I'm also, like, I'm not actually mad. I just respect Warden, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see what you get there, Warden. Uh, two advantages, but three failures. Okay. Uh, Warden, <laughs> uh, you, are, you are dashing down the stairs uh, but Warden is is expecting everyone to move rationally in this environment, which is away <laughs> from combat. Like, don't stay near the zone everyone's running for towards with shotguns. Yeah. Uh, however, two drunk people, just one woman and one man wearing purple, like clearly the house that thought they didn't have a chance, are just cheering. And they are actually running down the stairs like to get closer to the front to see everybody fight. Yeah. Uh, and Warden collides with them. Uh, and just kind cool. of goes down kind of hard. So I will say, Warden, you take two points of unsoakable damage. <laughs> okay. Just from wiping out down the stone steps, uh, and then you That's make fair. it to the combat floor. But I will also say that you drop down in the initiative order to go after Nero. So <laughs> That's fair. If it had gone well, you might have got there, but I'm going to add you to my thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to make a note uh, for my main man, Seth. You will be just be going uh, last in the combat order because you went took kind of the long route to get down to the floor. But now we return. So to set the battlefield picture so everyone can see it, Nero is standing kind of uh, b- below the governor's box. Uh, other Nero has been dragged down with him with a grapple in his chest. Uh, there is a Cabalite warrior on the side of the arena. So if we're looking out from the governor's box, there's Nero Nero. On the left, there's a Cabalite warrior. Then on the right, there is a Cabalite warrior 
and Mina duking it out. Warden has stumbled down <laughs> and kind of uh, gro- gr- gracefully wiped out between, uh, I think, the Mina combat and uh, the Nero's. Okay. And Seth, you are coming in behind the Nero's up the, for lack of a better term, the Hero's Gate, uh, which is cranking open clearly to allow the security that is following you in to come in. Uh, and I will say, uh, Piper, you are roughly shoved to the floor and it's that almost equilibrium style. There's just two shotguns at towards your head with like a V as they hold you there, uh, ready to haul you out, but first waiting to see how things develop internally. There are just a storm of purple clad troopers storming towards uh, the field. So they Clearly, did see me. <laughs> Uh, yes, they arrested you because <laughs> your fighter uh, dragged you in. I'm not going to make you roll for that. You're busy sending Warden. Uh, and then we come to the combat. Uh, <laughs> I have so many NPCs. All right, so let's see what uh, Nero Skull Shield manages to do, if anything, to a Dark Eldar. He has this auto pistol thing. Difficulties two plus the three. Uh, it actually goes. Oh, nope, that was the other one. Oh my god! There we go. Roll dice. Okay, uh, Nero Skull Shield uh, manages to pin down a Dark Eldar. He will just give advantage to you, Nero, because uh, he rolled one advantage at his turn. So I'll just pass that onwards because I think he's going to live in an NPC land. Uh, at which point we shift over to the Cabalite Warriors, who realize this is absolutely becoming a shit show. Uh, the one that is on the side kind of closer to the Nero's is going to take a pot shot at Nero Skull Shield, uh, who has come down and was the most recent one to open fire. Their stat. Uh. <laughs> Man, this is great. It's so fucking weird. Wait a saying, asshole. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Okay, so they <laughs> are. Nero action. Before uh, Nero. Nero, if you will. Skull Shield gets one defense, difficulty two. They don't get any bonuses for that. Oh, four success and one advantage, meaning they are doing 10 damage. His soak is four, which takes him to six. Uh, Firing a series of wickering rounds that punch into Nero's Skull Shield's chest, then three in the throat, one in the eye, and one puncturing through the center of his forehead. Nero's Skull Shield, uh, Rogue Trader... Of the RT system uh, falls dead. Uh, at which point the Dark Eldar dashes just at lightning speed. Like Nero, there, he gets about three shots off and it's just thud, 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 and he's falling and it sprints from its position in cover to beside you, Nero, and then actually past you. And it's mm-hmm. sprinting into the open hero's gate in the hopes that it can get out in a way that was not otherwise oh. intended. Um, Ryan, if I may, as it runs by. Yes. Um, and this, uh, we might need a roll for this. I would like to say in Eldari, as it runs by. What? Uh, uh, speed and freedom, my friend. Uh, yeah, let's roll some shit for that. Alternatively, sir, do we have mine? any, uh, Ryan, do we have story points available? Uh, you don't currently. Mm, okay. Uh, but you do, do you have forbidden lore, Tom? Uh, Yes. Then yeah, let's roll your forbidden lore, and we'll find right. out how much uh, how much dark Eldari you know. Because I would absolutely spend a story point to be able to say something like that, uh, which would help <laughs> no one but me have a good time. Uh, all right, so I've got um, what is the difficulty on this, sir? Uh, I imagine high. I'm going to say but four. maybe not. It four? feels like all difficulty right. four would feel right. What's yeah. your skill in this? 
Uh, I have one in Forbidden Lore, um, and then I have three intellects. So I've got two yellow, one green. Uh, now, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna give you a story point to allow this because I think it's interesting, and I think it's not that strange a phrase. Like I think he mm-hmm. probably could learn some statements, and usually compliments feel like they'd be in the Inquisition realm, unless uh, do you think he's Xenos or no? That's the only other question. Sorry, do I think is he Ordo Xenos or is he Ordo not? Uh, he isn't, but here's my pitch. Um, okay. Why don't I give you four strain for the four difficulty you were going to give me? That would be great. Let's do um, that. Or what's your total strain? 11. Great. Let's just burn six of it. We'll just say Perfect. six strain sold. Yeah. Because um, I'm not, I'm definitely not Ordo Xenos, but also I'm mind cleansed. So we don't mm. know what you've dealt with before. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. No, so I'll, I am I'll also shocked. My eyes are wide as my uh, lips form this heretical Xenos language. Um, but it really is like I like it's not. I've got my guns on my or my hands on my gun, so I'm not really doing this. But it's the equivalent of like a Godspeed Night of Tomorrow, like pat on the back on his way by. Like I'm I'm all in for this Xenos freedom. Apparently, great. He's they're going to keep going for it. Just bolting for the the gate past you uh, and fully down. Uh, which leads us to the other Dark Eldar, who, uh, would they make a break as well? I think if they saw their other fellow making a break, they are smart enough that they would make a break for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they would take a shot at Mina, I think, on the way past. So let's see. Swinging in with a with a monomolecular sword, just slinging the mm-hmm. rifle, which actually they throw in the air and it magnets down and clangs onto their back. They draw a... a curved and serrated almost kopesh style blade that you would see the the old egyptian swords and mm-hmm. and dashes in towards you as they they swing past so they are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh your setback is four because you are super armored mm-hmm. does a check for two uh, and let's see what uh, is there Anything we want to add? Yeah, me. I want to add. <laughs> Only I have story points. <laughs> um, I will spend a story point to give them an upgrade. They two success and one threat. The damage is ugh, seven. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, your your soak is eight. Yes. No, they 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 it, it manages to get past your shield uh, and slice a rent through the armor over your chest towards your armpit, but they just miss flesh. The chain is just enough to stop it as they dance past, uh, and they are going to make a break for the gate as well. They won't get inside it, but they will get kind of to the gate. The other Eldar has has gone deeper, uh, which leads us to Mina. Oh, man. So now that all the chaos is going on and Nira's skull shield got destroyed, she is running towards her Nero to just basically run towards him and then kind of grab and shield him. And then as soon as the gates open, she's going to take him with her that way. I think the gates are shielding him. I think the gates are open. So running away. (laughs) uh, How much strain do you have right now? I have six left. Great. You can burn two strain to get an additional uh, maneuver, which would allow you to double move. So I would say you could move, pick up Nero and move him into the hero's gate if you wanted to. Yep. Yep. We're just going there. Hopefully the 
basically she realizes that the guards are kind of coming in and lots of gunfire is probably going to happen. So she's trying to just keep him in near her under the shield. And then whoever's gunfire it is, we're just going to try to mosey with that place. Great. Uh, you do so. I'm imagining, unless Nero, would you resist being essentially picked up and carried out? Not at all. My only goal was to get us out of this. So just the death of other Nero was enough for me. I am disappointed the lightning didn't fill me and give me his power. Um, mm-hmm. But beyond that, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I am limp, um, but I'm holding the rosette real close because I feel like if we encounter resistance, that's a real quiet, like whisper, like a hail mm-hmm. hydra. Anytime we yeah. see someone who's going to try and murder us, because yeah. if yeah. I were them, I would try and murder us. So I'm just standing by to hail hydra anyone I need to. Yeah. Okay, and she's, so I- she's like panting hard. And still carrying him, but but like during all this, she would turn to like not look at him because she's paying attention to what's going on. But she would be like, "Are you injured, sir?" Um, and I've got just a big old smile on my face, uh, and um, I I say, uh, "I feel your wounds as my own." So yeah, a little bit, but no, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be just fine. Confederacy takes care of its own. And, and you both have a and a, I are gonna be fine. You have a surreal Superman in the Flash moment where you realize you are running out of a place kind of side to side with a dark Eldar Kevalite warrior. Just both of you are running, look over and see the other, and then fuck it, keep running like nobody's um, <laughs> We have other business to be doing than fighting each other right now. Yeah, it's like the end of the Rocketeer. You know, gangsters and cops can shoot Nazis. It's good. Yep. Warden, you have landed in uh, the sand of the arena at last, lightly injured, but present. Uh, you, I believe, have some medical skills. So you have kind of two large options here, which is you could follow the party into the tunnel to make sure that they get through or deal with whatever there. You imagine security, you know there are Cabalites. The other thing is you're the only member of the team present who could theoretically try to stabilize Nero Skull Shield if you mm. think that would be of value to the party. I don't have medical stuff written on my sheet. Fabulous. And you don't have that. Yes. You almost did when I drafted you at one point. Lesson learned. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Ryan, I think your your instinct's right. Uh, Warden could potentially try and stabilize Correct. someone without the skill. Just, yeah, I could do a Medicaid check. Yes, um, if you wanted to do that, that would be an option. I got a I got a, an offer. Um, can I roll a perception to see that Warden dropped in? Because I yes. feel like if I saw Warden show up, I would probably have opinions. And I suspect, Warden, you would likely also be looking for... Like, you dropped in to save the Inquisition, but the Inquisition is yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, nobody anticipated that gate opening, I think, was the no the challenge. Uh, yeah, let's roll a perception, Nero, and we'll say okay. that this was your turn, because I had you being carried, but I think this would be your chance to yell a, you know, a one-sentence I mean, order a, on your yeah, way Yeah, a free action if I can. Um, uh, do you know, take it as a free action. I think it's spotted. Well, no, I think it's still worth rolling, though, because I don't know if I would notice, because I'm talking mm. to Mina as I'm being pulled away, and I'm more worried. I'm legitimately very concerned about her health. Um, Ryan, is maybe the way to play this, figuring out, Laura, what, like, should the difficulty be Warden's perception? Um, In terms of, like, Warden took two damage. Let's make it the damage. So it'll be two damage and one setback because he was delayed from when he wanted to arrive originally, Mm -hmm, and that'll mm -hmm. be the difficulty. Okay, I like that. Great. So three difficulty. Um... And then I have 
da, 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 two yellow, one green. Uh, Laura, I guess maybe a question for you is hey. um, Warden serves the Inquisition. Warden is doing what Warden thinks is best for the Inquisition, but in a moment where you aren't taking direct orders, how much would you be looking for direction, do you think? Like, would you actually... Like, I guess what I'm looking for is, is this a, we're trying to make eye contact with each other so we can communicate, or would you just I mean, kind of be yeah, doing your thing? Yeah, well, because Warden wants to ensure that, like, Nero and Olean stay alive, he's look actively okay, looking perfect. to you. All right, great. Because he's looking for, like, threats to you. Gotcha, gotcha. So he's very I, aware. I think, I think that's that an argument sense, for, yeah. for a boost, for sure. Okay, cool. All right, let's see if I notice you enough to tell you things. Uh, three success, three threat. Uh, you get to say something, mm -hmm. uh, warden, uh, you will interpret it as a combat order of like some kind of attack threat, whatever that is. So even if it's protect this person, you'll misinterpret Perfect. it that way. Um, I will yell, uh, or I guess hiss because I imagine warden is pretty good at like lip reading and taking quiet orders. Um, I will mouth at warden. In the name of the Inquisition, save Mina. You have to misinterpret that in some combat kind of way there, Warden. Sorry, Laura. Leave the misinterpretation up to you. Up to me? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know this character yet. I have a... An offer. Please, I am very, very willing. <laughs> Sad Tyler has an yeah. offer. <laughs> oh no, here we go. <laughs> Save Mina, protect Mina from like anyone. And I don't know what kind of kit Warden's rolling with, but maybe if he just stands at the mouth of that ramp and fires down the hall that Mina is escaping through, eliminating the armed enemies that are running into the call, you know, there we go. the guards and invisible Seth. <laughs> great let's do that so warden will run towards okay. the the mouth of the tunnel uh ready to open fire uh warden can you roll me hmm let's say a perception at I difficulty can. difficulty oh no do you know what we, I, I want this to be simpler because i want it to be one the other the other can you roll me a d6 i will tell oh, you now sure. on a on a a five or a six you shoot a cabalite or add a cabalite on a three or a four, you shoot some of the incoming guards who are coming in behind Seth. On a one or a two, you will shoot Seth. Oh, dear. What can All I right, say, let's... Seth? We just haven't determined if our uh, companions are worth saving. Let's do this. Oh, I see. That's oh, a callback. Oh, I'm sorry, Seth. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Warden, uh, can you roll me a melee light? Melee light. Oh, sorry, ranged light is what I mean. Ranged, ranged light. light, right. Because you've got um, your hell pistol. Oh, I'd have to be so good in ranged light. <laughs> I have uh, defense I, two, if that matters. It is okay. difficulty two. Defense two will matter at range. That means you had two setback, okay. uh, Warden. Yeah. Uh, I am going to give you uh, one boost because uh, Seth is currently ready to defend against the guards behind him or the Cabalite yeah. warriors coming at him. He's not geared up for, oh, Warden will shoot me. Uh, and I'm going to use a story point uh, to increase one of your, oh, wait, wait, you're shooting at him. No, no, that's, fuck, how does that work? No, actually, I'm going to upgrade one of your die to a yellow. That's how I will spend my time. <laughs> no, you, you sure. Ryan, do we still have story points? You have spend? one story point you could spend to. Because Laura 
I will upgrade the difficulty. Smart. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. This roll is going to be the most confusing one we've ever rolled. Upside okay, down are land. we ready? Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> no, three successes. <laughs> How much damage does that pistol do there, Warden? Eight. Eight. So eight goes to 11. Is it Pierce? It's Pierce three. Okay, so what's your soak th- there, Seth? My soak is four. Four. So we go from 14 down to 10. So it's 10 wounds. What's your what's your threshold there, Seth? It's all right. It's 10. So I die. <laughs> no, you don't. So no, I, I begin the process of death and dying as correct. outlined in this cheat sheet. Oh my god. Can can so, I can I see this happen? <laughs> yeah. So Warden comes to the top of it and to protect Mina raises his hell pistol stoically and fires down at what appears to be the deadliest target, blurring, blending, it must be a Cabalite. And that Cabalite is the one heading for Mina and the interrogator. Opening fire with his hell pistol, Warden's shot is perfect, taking the target directly in the chest, burning through the armor with the full power of, of the energy system built into his body. It punches through the armor and through Seth's left lung. Uh, bowling him over backwards as he falls. Uh, Security forces storm in and open fire in a wave. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Rolian Mina, and our game master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Are they Imperator and death to all the heretics? Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. 
He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson. Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.